It's another side that like wants to take more. It wants to go that one more round. Because like going that one more round when you don't think you can. That's what makes all the difference in your life. You know what I mean? All right, so we're live, and uh, yeah, if you're watching us live right now or on YouTube, you will see that Kyle has a new computer. <laughs> He's on Earth, but you just can't see it yet. Yeah, you have to have faith. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you're watching this or listening to this, sorry, on your audio feed, which is what the majority of people do, it doesn't really matter. You'll hear Kyle just fine, but hopefully by the next time we record, Kyle's camera will work because he's got a new laptop. And uh, yeah, so here we go. So we're going to officially start the show. Welcome to another episode of One More Round, the Rocky Series podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and with me today is Katie and Kyle. We are recording at a later time because of a crazy work week that's coming up. I'm flying out to New Mexico on Sunday. We usually record on Sunday, so we're doing this on a Thursday night. And uh, so we probably won't have very many people watching us live. But uh, it's 8 o'clock in the evening for you guys, 10 in the evening for me. But I'm happy to do this. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Although I was excited for my new camera to show the real me. But sometimes life doesn't cooperate. Why would it work? That's really the question. It shouldn't be why doesn't it work. But why would it work? And Katie's 8 o'clock in the evening for you as well. How are you this evening? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing pretty good. It's a different kind of energy at night, right? We usually Mm -hmm. record... Sunday mornings before 10 a.m. in that area. Now it's 10 p.m. in this area. So it's a different feeling, a different vibe. But I think we got some good stuff today. I'm really excited for today because we got an email and we have our trivia. So it's all, we got some big stuff. So let's just get rocking and rolling. Do you have that email, Katie? I do. And uh, it is about Rocky Three and the charity match. Hi, Ryan, Katie, and Kyle. Great work with y'all's podcast. Really enjoying the Rocky Three deep dive as it and four are two of my favorite films. I wanted to chime in on the charity match between Rocky and Thunderlips. To go back to 1982, keeping kayfabe was totally a thing. It wasn't until really the end of the decade when it really started to get out to the masses that it was predetermined. Pro wrestlers at the time would try to protect the business if it got questioned, even getting into actual fights with people if challenged. In the world of the film, it was weird, though, that Thunderlips wouldn't have smartened up Rocky, let him know what's going on, yeah. in, an, in an exhibition like this. But if you're looking at the real world and it wasn't common knowledge that pro wrestling was predetermined, it's understandable. One thing that didn't make sense was Rocky had Thunderlips in a sleeper hold and Rocky put Thunderlips down, but then he let him go. It would have made more sense to keep the hold on until Thunderlips passed out. Also, if you look at the $75,000 raised from the event, in today's dollars, it would be over $237,000. Still not very much, in my opinion, for that. Yeah, but yes, good point. He says, Ryan, you did a great job breaking down the pro wrestling part of all of this. 
Overall, this was a fun, entertaining episode. Keep up the great work, Michael, from the Screen Nerds podcast. Thank yeah, you, let's uh, give a shout out to the Screen Nerds podcast. I always love it, and I'm very humbled when other podcasters listen to the show. I always, I'm always humbled by that because that means they do the business of podcasting. They take time making a show, editing, getting it out of you know out of their feeds, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to listen to another podcast. And I've just, I don't know, I'm, I'm always humbled and uh, feel very grateful that anyone that does this hobby takes time to look at my hobby and our hobby. It's flattering. So thank you. And I got to check out your guys' show. I know you've done some Rocky podcasts. I've got to return the favor and listen to the episodes where you cover the Rocky films. And if you do a good enough job, maybe you'll do a guest spot. Who knows? Who knows? If you guys suck, I won't invite you. Anyways, just not just joking, but no. But anyways, we've had some great other podcasters on the show, like Jared from the 25th Century Podcast in the Future podcast. So we've enjoyed him. Okay. That's wonderful. Thank you. And I agree totally that I think we touched on that. Long story short, Thunderlips had a, he didn't want to break kayfabes. He just pretended the wrestling was real to keep the illusion alive. But yes, Rocky should have been in on it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Guess what, folks? We have in my possession right here. If you watch this on YouTube, you can see this beautiful thing. If not, I'll describe it to you. I have in my hand the hardcover version of the Rocky trivia book. I bought it on Amazon to support Rocco and his family. There it is. Look, give this. Listen, that's hardcover. Ooh, that looks nice. Nice glossy front. Yeah, it's great. And there's new pictures in it as well. And this just breaks my heart. And I hope you don't mind me sharing this because this book is dedicated. So this is, I promise not to cry, but just being a parent, I can only imagine. But, uh, and just such a sweet sentiment from Rocco. It says, this book is dedicated to my younger brother, Mateo. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. And my cat, Spirit who both don't like Rocky. <laughs> Mateo actually loves Rocky Four, And that's a picture of their past little brother and E.M. King's son. I just can't imagine, but that's so sweet. Is he running up the steps? Yes, that's Mateo who passed. This is loving memory of Mateo, 2012 to 2022. And that's just him up to 10 years old. Aww. I know. I just get mm. teary-eyed. I can't help it. It just... The love the brothers have for each other and, and sons and fathers. I just, I know Mateo, wherever you are, brother, we love you. And uh, it's so sweet that your brother dedicated this book to you. So there's also a lot of new pictures in this book, too, from the hardcover version. And there's a picture here. It's hard to see on the camera, but there's a picture there of Rocco when he's five years old watching Rocky for the first time. Oh, that's so cute. I love <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So this picture, this book has more pictures in the soft cover. And again, I just, I'm happy to do this, happy to buy this. And I just encourage everyone to go to Amazon dot, whatever you are, whatever country, Google the Rocky trivia book. Make sure it's by Rocco. How do you say that last name again, Kyle? Michettery. Thank you. Sorry, Rocco. I always forget. Okay. Here we go. We're ready. We're going to do, we're going to do 10 questions. Okay. Because, oh dear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We got to catch up. I think Kyle's trying to frantically fix his camera. You keep trying. I, I have been working on it, but you'll probably okay. see flashes of me every once in a while. That's I'm multitasking. You do what you got to do. You can Google, but now you got to focus on the questions. Are you ready? And I'm actually going to write down my answers this okay, time. Okay, let me just see if I could get into my, what do you call it? My Google sheet with the, okay. where we're going so far. Okay. Just, so, ready? Rocky, three questions. Here we go. Question one. There's some tough ones, folks. Oh. When did Apollo... Think of the favor that Rocky owed him. Ooh. So I guess 
probably when did he ask Rocky for the favor? Like when it was it first presented to Rocky? Is that what you think it means? No, because I feel like he, oh, Rocky asks him, uh, how long have you been thinking about this or something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. You're right. The question was from Rocky to Apollo says, so how long have you been wanting this favor from me? And then Apollo says, okay. okay. So I, I wonder, yeah. That's what it is. I'm going to go with. Like a Apollo, number, yeah, yeah. When did Apollo come up with the idea? He presented it to Rocky when he first met him in the gym, mm-hmm. but he came up with the idea before. Okay, all right. Question two: True or false? Al, I think it's the Stitch Man, is holding the heavy bag for Rocky when he is training for the first fight. So the uh, palatial hotel se- sequence mm-hmm. is Al holding the heavy bag. Three. Who says? Now, you make sure to wash these before you give them back. <laughs> Certainly wasn't Polly. <laughs> Four. Name of, oh, sorry, name one of Thunderlips nicknames. Hot <laughs> to butcher that one. Five. True or false? The logo of the Italian stallion is on the ring floor for the first fight. Six. This one I will not get. I think Kyle might. Or I think both of you might. What is the Rocky candy bar called? We even even forgot to mention it. it. No, I did. I did. Darn it. Seven, what is Lang's prediction of the second fight? Say that again. What's Lang's prediction (laughs) for the second fight? I'll give you a hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ahead of me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah katie's gonna win true or false paulie has been going to andy's bar for 10 years now he might have said a number but whatever number he says in the film, it's longer than that yeah oh, that's tough i'm gonna okay well, i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess what the film said even though it's wrong <laughs> yeah i this i'm not gonna do well today because a lot of these i'm like well, i don't know Nine. What game is on the right side of the Rocky pinball scheme? <laughs> well, we definitely oh, I know this one. Hey, Rocco, he shouldn't be looking this stuff up, but he was like 10 years old when he did this. <laughs> he didn't even know what that was. Oh, he and- knows. <laughs> he knows. Oh, this last one. Who says, I don't sweat you? Okay. We Well, we had to give me a gimme. Okay. Yeah. It's Adrian, okay. just, just mm-hmm. in case the audience is wondering. <laughs> Last episode, of course, we had the statue ceremony and the near fight that broke out at the statue ceremony. And now we're going to the scene of the limo pulling into the house. Mickey's already there. How did he get back before them? Did he have a cab maybe or? He left. So, yeah, he must either taken a cab. Uber. Yeah, Uber. Hey, I just booked my first Uber ride for my airport uh, for Sunday. I got the app on my phone. I You can reserve your Uber ride. Sammy's picking me up, so I'm looking forward to meeting Wait, Sammy. Wait, do you mean you've never taken an Uber before? No, I've never taken an Uber. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, that's my first ride. Wow. If I'm getting reimbursed for something, I always just take a cab. Because I'm like, ah, screw it. Well, no, Uber's I'm, easier. Or I do Lyft. I prefer Lyft. But. Well, airport, there's like cabs everywhere, right? Yeah, there is. But I, I like the idea of Uber. I like giving it to the man. Give it to this person who needs mm-hmm. a couple of extra bucks who doesn't work for the cab company. Okay. I do love how Rocky just... Come on, Rocky, please. Let's go Okay, right here. This part is always... I want to say bugged me, but... It, so Rocky's running to talk to Mickey. And Adrian's pleading, Rocky, please don't. Let's talk. Because Rocky's livid, right? Mm-hmm. What's Adrian going to talk to him about? What's she going to say to him? If she's concerned, he's going to like freak out on Mickey. Okay. 
I thought maybe she was going to soften the blow because she knows what's been going on. And yeah, both potentially, but soften the blow. Okay. Now, yeah, I've always just found, I just always found the, the pleading that she does because they were having a conversation. You would think they were having a conversation in the car right home and that poor chauffeur had to listen to that the whole <laughs> way home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at him. He looks pretty defeated here, this chauffeur. And Rocky's running. Yeah, he's running. He's running out of the car. doesn't want to even talk to Adrian. Just ignores her. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. Adrian, like, shush. Adrian puts his hand out. Don't even. And she goes, Rocky, don't. Does she, does she think he's going to break his neck or something? Yeah. <laughs> Rocky! Now, I've always got a kick out of Mickey's room. He's it's got pink. his pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting color scheme. Obviously, this house was whatever house they got for the film, right? But I still find it a funny color scheme for Mickey to live in. He's free room and board. He'll take the pink room. He's got gloves hanging on the door. Mm-hmm. He's got the picture of Rocky, the Rocky fight and stuff, and different powder aids up there for his feet. But he's packing a suitcase. He's going to leave. Why is he so angry and upset? Okay, so you're not going to manage Rocky anymore, but now it's like I can't even be in the same home with you. He's hoping to get out of there before Rocky comes home. His whole purpose of being there is managing Rocky. Like, well, what, I guess he could live with Rocky just because Rocky likes him and he's close. But it would be weird if you're living in a guy's house when you're just like, hey, I'm not supporting you in this sure. fight. F off. Mm-hmm. It seems like his whole identity is wrapped around Rocky, if you look at his room, his whole room is just pictures of Rocky fighting, and it's like Rocky this, Rocky that. And now he just had this falling out with Rocky, even though it's for a good reason. If it were me, I definitely want my space. Yeah, it would be awkward for him to live there. I understand. Why'd you leave? Why'd you walk away like that? All right. So Rocky goes, why'd you walk away like that? So he's, yeah, why'd you leave? But that's, why'd you walk away like that? That's a weird way of saying, why'd you leave in such a huff? Anyways. Life's too short, kid. Where are you going? I'm going on a permanent vacation. What are you talking about? We got one more fight. Not we, you. Now, Rocky's not the brightest guy in the world. This guy... Okay. Mickey just says, yeah, you're going to do it. You're going to do it without me. And then it rocks. What, what are you talking about? We got one more fight. Remember that conversation we had on the steps? <laughs> Maybe it was a rhetorical question. What are you talking about? Is it is that saying that's crazy to say that? Yeah. Yeah. But Mickey's going on a permanent vacation. Fair enough. Not we. You. Why are you doing this? I said, why are you doing this? Okay. A little bit angry. Yeah, I I agree with Rocky. I'm on Rocky's side here for sure for a lot of different reasons, but it's a very abrupt way to leave. And it is weird to turn your back on him. And Rocky's showing as well that what he shows later in the ring, the panic of being without Mickey. I think he's also panicking a little bit about being on his own. I think it's setting in just a little bit like he's like, you're leaving. Okay. And he might even have abandonment issues with his father. I think there's some hints with that with his with his older or with his younger self that his dad left him. So maybe there's a combination of father issues here. Good call. Because you can't win, Rock. This guy will kill you to death inside of three rounds. 
You're crazy. What else is new? <laughs> oh, Mickey. Okay, so Mickey's spelling it out. This guy will kill you to death and I'll kill you to death in three mm-hmm. rounds. <laughs> why? Why three? Two, you'll still be steady. Three, you're done. Uh, That's like the magic number. Because Apollo thought he'd beat Rocky in, in three rounds in the first fight, and then he went down to two rounds in the second fight. But uh, okay, so Mickey believes that Rocky will lose the fight again. Why is he <laughs> so angry? He shouldn't abandon him over that. I think there's something to say about if you're a champion going out. And why does he want Rocky to retire without losing a fight? Yeah. What's the end of the world? At least if you're going to go out swinging instead of just retiring. If I were Mickey, I would want my fighter to go out on top as well. That's his job. But but he's going about this really weirdly. Like, just say the thing. I I don't know. It's like, we'll get to it, obviously. But Personally, I think it it cheapens the sport a little bit. Because, like, you have the new champion... Who, who beats this legend, right? Just like how Rocky beat Apollo. Now Rocky gets beat by Clever. It's just like nature. Like the strong lion will get old. And then he'll be, he won't be the leader anymore. The young lion takes over. It's just. Yeah, you should almost uh, have a rule that the champion can't retire. Yeah, you got to fight till you the gotta, end unless something right. happens. Fight to the death. I, I don't know how that would work per se, but the idea that retiring on top though i get it it should almost be for the next just like you got like yeah just, yeah. Like, just as rocky became champion by beating apollo and he retires after that defeat and there's no one shames apollo for losing this is his legacy lessened because rocky lost why doesn't rocky get the same treatment from mickey is rocky's legacy lessened because a hungrier fighter beat him a younger hungrier fighter is you guys are bringing that those are valid points but what Mickey's not saying is that he's really afraid that Rocky will get severely hurt. Not just lose, but like kill to death. Yeah. Yeah. Kill you I, to I death. would support that. If Mickey said actually, Mickey does say that later. Yeah. Because he says the beating Rocky got from Apollo should have killed him. Okay. Well, let's mm-hmm. get to it. Good point. Let's yeah. Go. We'll get to it. Good point. He's just another fighter. No, he ain't just another fighter. This guy is a wrecking machine. And he's hungry. Hell, you ain't been hungry since you won that belt. Oh, what are you talking about? I've had 10 title defenses. That was easy. What do you mean easy? They was handpicked. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me, Mickey? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had the same discussion last episode. But again, Rocky is just constantly being blindsided with information. And in Rocky's, what do you mean it was easy? I was in the ring. I don't know. They hit me hard. It was like he's yelling this at Rocky, like you <laughs> dumb dago. Mickey has two levels: yell or whisper. There's no regular <laughs> speaking. Fair enough, but he just yells. He was handpicked. Mm-hmm. Dave thought that Mickey always said that they were has-beens. Oh no, you they know- they was handpicked. You know what, Dave? This is not your fault. I actually, growing up watching these movies, I can't give a ton of examples, but I feel like there's been a few things where I've been saying it wrong for a long time because I heard it wrong in the film. For example, Katie's the the thing the tag under your name right now, like a kind of house of ill repute or something. I thought he said repuse when I was a kid, just the way he said it. 
And what so is like, that? What is repuse? It's nothing. That's the point. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it's just the way he said it sounded like that to me. And so in my mind, that's what it was like for years later until I actually read it. <laughs> No, that's true. There's a, there, I just can't think of a good example now, but totally, there's tons of things that I miss here. And so I, for like 20 years, I think it's the wrong thing. Yeah, this movie could corrupt you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> setups? Yeah, they were setups. There was good fighters, but they wasn't killers like this guy. So Rocky says setup. So what is the difference between a setup and handpicked? Well, a setup would be the guy takes a dive. The outcome is predetermined. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like picking someone and it's like you're going down in the third. Uh a la is, that, Pulp is that what Rocky thinks the handpick meant? That they yeah, were Yeah, that's what he thought it meant. Oh, there is it setups. Oh. And and Mickey saying, No, it's not that. They were legitimate fights, except we just picked people okay. that weren't like insanely good like this guy. We made sure they, they were guys you were capable of beating. Oh, you, Rocky goes, so you mean like the wrestlers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish, yeah, was Thunderlips a setup, asshole? <laughs> Although Mickey was against the fight, so I guess he couldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I always thought setups could be, there no way, like, they didn't take a fall, but they were not good enough to be in the ring with Rocky. But Mickey is saying, no, they were good fighters. Like, they had an opportunity to beat you they you're good enough to beat them but they just weren't like wrecking machines right so so rocky was the rocky was handpicked in the first film mm-hmm. now that was a handpick that drastically backfired uh, yeah there's yeah. like a one in a million shot of that happening but it's right. like apollo knew he was going to win that fight right because rocky was way below his level and when we mentioned that too, we actually mentioned that the 10 fighters, the 10 defenses that Rocky had, there could have been a chance that one of those guys was yeah. an Italian stallion in the making, that, that, yeah. that lucky punch or something that yeah, could have theoretically it, knocked out Rocky. The, in theory, every everyone's got a lucky punch in them. Yeah, and it's still boxing. Like These are still yeah. professional fighters that can like give, give you brain damage. And like, if you were actually concerned about Rocky's health, this conversation would have happened immediately after he won the belt. Yes. You'd right. be like, look, man, not only like you should have not fought Apollo the second time, but now that you did, now both your eyes are screwed up. You should have died from this. There's no way I'm going to help you do title defenses. <laughs> but then but Rocky's it's like, like, oh, let's do 10 title defenses. <laughs> and then we're going to say, well, you shouldn't fight this guy. Yeah. Rocky's just, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rocky could have said, there's a part three we have to do, Mick. I just realized this is one of the very few occasions where only when Mickey wears a suit does he not wear his stocking cap, I think is. Yeah, that's right. Because at the right at the wedding, at the hospital, only when he has a suit on, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. What's going right back on after he changes? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I bet you. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I bet you Mickey feels really out of place in this neighborhood. You know what I mean? Going to some fancy grocery store or talking to people. He's probably really isolated here. I bet if he goes back to his gym in South Philly, he'll probably be happier there anyways, because he's like doing boxing stuff and he's around his people. Mm -hmm. Like the old guy in Shawshank when he gets out of jail after 50 years. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they should have had the next scene where Mickey hangs himself. <laughs> no, God, stop it. Ah, and then have Mick was here carved into the wooden beam above where he hung himself. <laughs> I already he hangs anxiety. himself in Mickey's gym. I already have Sorry. anxiety because I know what's coming in three and it it, it hurts. I don't like Sorry. it. I'm Sorry. I went dark there. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you did. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So Rocky realizes, and I love the the, the facial expressions of Mickey there. Sorry. He's like, okay, I just, I've now dumped onto Rocky everything I know. Rocky now has all the information. It's going to take time for him to process. Mickey realizes that and allows Rocky to slip slip away a little bit here into his thoughts. Mickey's almost half expecting Rocky to blow up at him, but he just... It's one of those things where either you lose your cool or you just do exactly what Rocky does here. His world is crumbling down now. Everything he thought he accomplished means nothing to him now. There's that great photo of Rocky winning the belt behind uh, Rocky there. Mm -hmm. Why'd you do it? Because the beating that you got from Apollo should have killed you, kid. It didn't. It was my job. To keep you winning and to keep you healthy. Is he wrong? Yes. He's half wrong. His job was to keep him healthy. This keep him winning part. Uh, As a manager, I don't know. As a trainer, because he's both. But I would say the manager aspect of his role does... Yeah, you're supposed to keep him winning, right? Okay. Yes and no. Yeah, if you are going to go ahead and be his manager, despite the fact that you shouldn't be because it, it's too dangerous for him to fight, then yeah, it's preferable for him to win rather than lose. But I think keeping him healthy and having him do 10 title defenses are in conflict. Mm-hmm. Even if they're handpicked, like we said. Fair. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So Mickey goes over to sit next to Rocky now to talk about it. You don't think I got nothing left, do you? So it's a great question. So Rocky's now, tell me I'm not completely, like, not a good fighter. You see, you're saying I have nothing left in me? And this is a great analogy or metaphor that Mickey gives him here regarding where Rocky's at now in his career. Three years ago, you were supernatural. You was hard and you was nasty and you had this cast iron jaw. But then the worst thing happened to you that could happen to any fighter. You got civilized. <laughs> He got civilized as Rocky holds his tie. Oh, yeah. I have a real dickhead thing to say right now. A real what now? Dickhead thing to say that kind of ruins the moment a little bit. Go on. I'm, I'm hesitant <laughs> to say it. So that cast iron jaw is a really bad analogy. How so? Because cast iron is really good under like a certain amount of pressure, like water pressure or something. So like a lot of pipes are made of cast iron. But cast iron is really brittle in terms of you strike it suddenly. 
Oh. So, like, for instance, in Shawshank, when he escapes through that pipe to get out, he hits that cast iron pipe with a rock and smashes right through it. So <laughs> you, really, you, would not, you would not want to have a cast iron jaw. <laughs> you get what he's trying to say. I know. That's, that's why I'm like, this yeah, is yeah. a dickhead comment to make. <laughs> also, we're very Shawshanky tonight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that they're on this tiny little antique settee together. Yeah, they're almost too close. If you're in a conflict like this, I'd mm-hmm. almost want more space. Yeah, it is interesting, though. I the, This particular sequence is awesome from a Mickey wisdom perspective. Lots of quotable Mickey lines here. Uh, but I like that he's pointing out to Rocky that Rocky is now in the place where Apollo was when Rocky beat Apollo. Because didn't Tony tell Apollo that too? Something about him being too civilized or something? Or did I make that up? Anyway. I, I think, I don't think Tony said that. I think Tony just says like, wrong for us, that wrong for us, baby. That basically, was he said Rocky can take any beating you can hand out. Therefore, do not fight this guy. Like, okay. Like, you beat that man more than I've ever seen any man get beat before. And he still kept coming after you. You don't need that kind of man in our life. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Tony, is that you? Yes. <laughs> I can't see your camera, so maybe just how I was wondering if he was there with you. He is here with me. He's okay. not saying. He's just listening. He just wanted to say is let it go, and that's it. I don't work. You know, presidents retire, generals. Retire. Horses retire. Man of war retired. So man of war retired. Is that a warship? I think he just means like men of war, like soldiers. Because it was capitalized and he uses the term. No, I don't think it. One second. I'm just looking to look this up. Oh. I'm not 100% sure. Man of war is a jellyfish. Yeah, but I don't think that's Man of war horse? I don't know. It's yeah, the Portuguese man of war is a jellyfish. Yeah, that's what I, I just thought it was, but I don't know if that doesn't make any sense. No, um, I think he's just referring to soldiers, generally speaking. Okay, yeah. so there, no, I know I knew they were ships. That's the thing, they're ships. Oh, so, okay. yeah, and I only know it's like my Navy. Comment. What's that? I'll D- tell you what, Dave, man of war is. D- Dave says, Do presidents retire? Question yeah. mark. <laughs> um, don't. They're forced into retirement. Some are arrested and they have their mugshots publicly available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, and then Obama still runs things behind the. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 And Bill Clinton has his, his sketchy foundation. I want to insult presidents on both ends of the political spectrum just to keep it neutral here. We're not saying how we feel about it. We're just stating world history. That's all. The term man of war can also refer to a specific class of ship, such as the HMS Victory, a famous British first rate ship of the line that served in the Royal Navy. The ship in particular played a significant role in the Battle of Trafalgar. Trafalgar. Thank you. In 1805. It also could have been a horse, too, according to Melissa in our chat. So there you go. But the term man of war was cap. I know it's captions. They're not Mm. always correct, but it was capitalized and said retired like this thing retired yeah you're right Retire. generals he said Presence horses retired. already that's and right so then man of he, so he's probably re- referring to the ship yeah good call they put him out to stud oh there you, they put him out to stud it was a horse melissa's right so she the, there was a okay, kyle do you mind googling that man of war the horse it did come up in the auto complete when i put in man of war so oh. it did like man of war horse so i think that is the thing because it said they put him out to stud which as we know means yeah 
I, I'm gonna go with Melissa. I think she's yeah. right. So he just he yeah, really that, likes the horses because he says horses retire. Then he goes yeah, on that's say, why I thought it wasn't that because he already said horses. But yeah, the stud he, thing. Yeah, what a weird the, sequence of things because he brings up presidents generals horses then names a specific horse yeah (laughs) and this says that horse went out the stud got to go imagine if he just kept talking about horse breeds it's okay i get it nick you and i get this now (laughs) you look at rocky's face here is oh (laughs) (laughs) was he suggesting that rocky should be put out to stud what does that mean what does that mean exactly they have children no like like sire children now you get to bust inside other horses. Do you th- enjoy like your as a stud? Like <laughs> yeah. they are rented out for their seminal. <laughs> so yeah, it's for breeding purposes. I guess I should have known that. So I guess they're they race when they're young, and then they they have good genes. So then they put them out the stud. Because <laughs> even Rocky's face is—I don't know what that means, Nick. <laughs> He's like, I'm from urban Philadelphia. I do not know anything about like animals other than the ones at the pet shop. Yeah, in nature shows. That's right. A stallion should be put out the side. Good call, Dave. An Italian. Stallion. The Italian oh, stallion, sorry. And maybe that's why he's doing so many horse metaphors. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Rocky, uh, oh, his, yeah. his nickname is the stallion. Ah, yes. There you mm-hmm. go. Good call. And be put out to stud. So he says, that's what you should have done, retire. And we'd mentioned, yeah, you should have told me this after the Apollo fight. Mickey, you're right, but you're 10 fights too late with this dialogue. No, I don't think he's, I don't know. I don't think he's 10 fights too late. I think Mickey's right. Three, like Three fights too late? Because he says you should have retired. Yeah. Again, it sounds like, he didn't yeah, say, I, he didn't say, that's why you're retiring. That's why we talked. But he says, you should have retired. I bet, I bet it went something like this. Where it's okay, we gotta give him one title defense. He yeah. can't retire after just beating Apollo. And right. then so like the first title defense goes really well. It's okay, maybe just one more. Yeah. And then it gets out of hand, and now there's been ten. And they've been going pretty well. Rocky didn't look beat up too bad in most of those. Like they looked like it was smooth sailing, and he's okay, finally. We've had ten. It's a nice round number. Now Plus, we can retire. Now all of a sudden cover comes along. Yeah, and it is a business. Like the whole it's a way to make a living. And I wouldn't be turning down those millions. Yeah, and Mickey, unless he's not taking money, like those those managers, those trainers get a decent cut. Mm-hmm. So Mickey, Mickey should be a millionaire at this point. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's doing okay. Yeah. Okay. He's got enough to join the circus. So Rocky's hey, great conversation, great analogies, good metaphors, but now Rocky is saying I've had 10 hand-picked title matches, which is weird. He knocked out Apollo, but he now he still has to prove that he's a champion. That's what he's saying. I can't retire knowing all this that I, I don't blame him. Okay. I don't blame him. Yes, you do have a lot of pride from beating Apollo. But then it's then you just became not just a champion because there's lots of guys like for instance Leon Spinks he beat Muhammad Ali he was never expected to win that fight mm. Muhammad Ali came back and just beat him the next fight and there's lots of champions like that who become the champion but then they're very quick oh Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson which no one ever thought that would happen 
And then Evander Holyfield just wiped the floor with him next fight, and he's forgotten. But Rocky, like, he wasn't just a one-hit wonder. He became not just a champion, but a household name. He's famous. He's in commercials. Like, he really thinks he's hot shit. And then he just found out all of that's bullshit. It's been handpicked. And now you're just going to ask me to retire. So, like, I'm going to get accused of ducking clubber the rest of my life. And I know that all my fights have been handpicked. There's no way he's going to do that. And if I were him... I'd be like, for my health, I'm going to fight this guy. I I can't live knowing this. Yeah. Agreed. I don't push. You've been carrying me. We don't need it. You've been carrying me, though. So Mickey's a boy. He knows what's coming. And Rocky sees a way in. You've been carrying me, though. Mickey, he's guilty him a little bit, right? And he's talking to him like all cutely like his kid because they have a father-son relationship with your cute little boys come on dad please <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna turn on the jewish grandma guilt where it's like, you know <laughs> if you want to leave me living the rest of my life they're catholic I'm a man fraud. they're that I catholic guilt strong <laughs> yeah yeah rocky's catholic guilt with mickey's jewish background yep i've been carrying you i've been protecting you Look, I want this fight. Just one more. No, we don't need it. I live in the gym. But he doesn't. Well, Mickey well, okay. doesn't make him, but he doesn't make him. Mickey kind of... We'll, we'll talk about it next he episode. He drives me nuts because yeah. Mickey does. He's what are we doing here? Yeah, well, he's like, come is... on, let's go out in style. But it's you talked me into this with the argument that you live in the gym, and now you're half-assing it. I've always no, been it's the palatial with... gym. It's the palatial gym. Okay, you know what this gym. is? This is like when you have a kid. And the kid wants to get a dog, and they'll, oh, they'll say yeah. anything yeah. to get that dog. That's right. I'll walk I'll, that dog yeah, every day. Yeah. I'll pick up its poop. It's I'll life. do this and that. And then you get the dog, and that kid doesn't do any of that. <laughs> it's too late now. You have that dog. There's no backing out. Yeah. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Guess who does all the kitty litter and dog walking in my house? The one person who didn't ask for dogs or cat. Like I didn't. That's always the way it is. Haven't you seen the memes about also that the dad never wants the dog, but secretly he loves the oh, dog? Oh, I love oh, my dog the no most. There's no pure love than the love between a fa- between a dog and the the dad who never wanted them. Yeah. That's and right. That's, that's actually, exactly it. It's what happens in our house. My dog loves me the most. Ironically, <laughs> yeah. I know. But it's not ironic because you're the one that takes care of her. It's true. It's true. We don't. Mick, I do. I'm asking you to train me one last time. I like how Mickey doesn't deny it. He just chuckles. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? That's not even a big deal. Like, <laughs> I, I I wear underwear literally till there's like a huge hole in it. Yeah, and then, I'm the same. I'm like, the same. And it's not like I'm cheap. Well, I am cheap, but it's not. That's not the real reason. It's just I don't feel like buying new underwear. It's like, expensive. Yeah, underwear's not cheap, man. Like, it's underwear really is really expensive, actually. It, it's true. I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Katie, god. You Katie, guys... Tell us about your underwear, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> what are your underwear habits? <laughs> you know, that's what, so what are you wearing right now? What would have been... with women? We have so many 
types of underwear yeah. too. We could go two months without doing laundry and still have underwear left. Yes, it's true. Yeah, I've seen what you guys do underwear too. You guys destroy them. <laughs> what? I will. No, no, we don't. I've seen stuff. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Okay. Oh, no. Before we lose everyone. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> we should have an absolutely count in the franchise. How many times does Rocky say absolutely? That's oh. a good idea. Oh, man. Too late now. On our third time through the series. Yeah. Or yo, the word yo. Yeah. And if you took a shot every time you said yo, you might die. You'll so make- Mickey's, oh, sorry. Mickey's still saying no. He is, his eyes are closed. He can't even look at Rocky. It's almost like he's lying to Rocky, but agreeing to do it. But he is. Oh, God. But Mickey knows for sure that Rocky's going to lose. He does. And there's no amount of training Rocky could do. Because because it's actually, I, I don't think Rocky lost that fight because he wasn't in good physical condition. We find out later that Rocky lost the fight because his fighting style is incompatible with Clever's fighting style. You're basically going the brute force method, and Clever is more powerful and has more brute force than Rocky. So it's simple mathematics. Okay, I have, yeah, I, but also, yeah. um, if your dad dies immediately preceding a fight, I'm pretty sure I, I'm okay. I, the outcome would have been the same. It, it, it would have mm. maybe lasted another round or something. Yeah. But like, that's a, that's I a don't good think, discussion because because he's don't trade with this guy. Do this, do that. They never practiced any of that. Uh, and Rocky is like he trained for like he, he's not built that way as a fighter. Like he had to go through a total transformation to be able to beat Clever. Okay. All right. I understand that's what the movie does, right? And I hear you, and argument heard, my counter-argument. Had Mickey been healthy, and had they trained properly, meaning if Mickey put his foot down and said, Rocky, no palatial gym, this was the deal. You want me to train you? That's fine. If there was some sort of real semblance of conversation and planning together, like Rocky did with Adonis in the desert, that kind of, Mm -hmm. I'm taking you by the arm, Mickey could have said, here, fine, if I'm going to train you, we're training my way. We're going to take it serious like we did with Apollo. That's the kind of training we're going to have to do. I truly believe that Mickey been healthy in the corner and they trained like they trained for Apollo, that mindset that Rocky is a better fighter than Clubber. I think Clubber is the worst fighter in the series of, of all the villains. I agree with you that Clubber is the worst fighter by far. Clubber has no real skill. Like he has one punch. And that's it, like the wide hook punch. And that's all he does. I think he did throw like a body shot, but even that was like a wider hook. So like Clubber is not skilled. Rocky's known for not being skilled. I'm going to counter again and say, I'm going to be talking some shit here. This is my hot take. Okay, then Mickey I'll give you one more not, counter. After Mickey that. is not a good trainer. We get that. We know that, yeah. Mickey sucks at training. He's good at getting Rocky in good physical shape. He's good at teaching the basics and stuff like that, but like his strategy to help Rocky beat Apollo was totally useless. This whole slip the jab thing, that didn't even happen. He slipped maybe two jabs, so his whole strategy of avoiding Apollo... like His strategy with Apollo was, let's let Apollo mangle the other side of your face instead. That does not lend itself to a, a, a trainer 
that actually can help his fighter avoid getting hit. Like the, he showed no ability to teach Rocky anything about avoiding a punch whatsoever. So I, I have a hard time believing that he's going to be able to pull this out with Clubber. He does. That's the thing. With he Apollo's beats, help. You know, yes. Okay. Let me tie it. I'm not going to say you're wrong, Kyle, but you're wrong. Because <laughs> this is my final piece of evidence that he would have been. Okay. I know we're creating a world that had Mickey been healthy. Mm-hmm. Had he trained properly, no fooling around in the stupid hotel. That whole thing would have been. I know that's a writing trope for this film because it's. But let's just say, hey, proper gym training, Apollo style training. Yes, he's not the best trainer, but keep in mind that Rocky's always about not about Mickey's training. Rocky is all head game. That's his thing. He's Mm -hmm. he's like, I want to make sure I'm not another another bum from the neighborhood. Go the distance. He goes the distance. The second fight, I'm doing this for my kid and my daughter, or my kid and my son. Goes goes the distance. Beats Apollo. Third fight, he's got the head in the game. He's not no longer afraid. The only reason why he was afraid is because he lost. That was the whole problem. The only reason why he was afraid, he wasn't afraid in this fight. He was afraid because he lost. He never lost before like this, or in a long time. He, he lost badly. If he had Mickey proper, his head would have been screwed on. Mickey would have said, look, just go eight rounds with the guy. Because Clubber still would have got winded. The weakness of Clubber is that if you can survive the first couple of rounds, which he actually does until he realizes that where's mm-hmm. Mick? Where's Mick? I don't see Mick. I got punched really hard and I have nobody here. Where's Mick? Uh. His head wasn't screwed on right. He just, he gave up. He Additionally, gave, uh, Rocky is untrainable. He doesn't listen no. to anything, anybody, whether it's no a tricks. No tricks. Yeah, no, he doesn't <laughs> listen. He is just a big punching bag. Yes. That's his biggest attribute as a fighter is that he can take a lot of punishment. Rocky's strategy for winning Clubber is, oh, what's he doing out there? You're not listening. He's no, he's getting mad. He's getting that's right. mad. That's right. So, even all that training, even all that training, yeah, Paul he had ignores it. He yes. ignores it. That's yeah. right. So, so well, I guess so I'm it, on your side, Ryan. Thank you. He he, he tricks Clubber Lang. He tires Ro- him Rocky, out. Rocky tricks him. Yeah, Rocky needed that training from Apollo because it pisses Clubber off in the fir- in the first round. That Rocky owned him that first round. So Clubber goes nuts in that second round and tires himself out. And then Rocky figures out, hey, I could use this to my advantage. <laughs> okay. Melissa gonna, says, gonna, okay. Melissa says, I think that Mason Dixon was almost as bad as no. Clubber. I think Mason Dixon was the worst of them. He's worse he than Clubber. He just looks bad because of yeah. his okay, yeah. physique. But last mm-hmm. thing, I'm going to make this a big Rocky beat Drago. We never lost to Drago, took all those punches from Drago, and he was almost like five years older or whatever. So yeah, well, that's, that's what I mean. So what I'm getting, what I'm getting, there's no way in hell Rocky only lost the fight because Mickey wasn't there and his head wasn't screwed on. When he went down with that big punch, it, that punch, he felt bigger punches from Apollo. He was knocked down harder from Apollo. He just did. He gave up. When he hit the canvas, he wasn't. He didn't even try to get up. He's just like, hey, "Where am I?" Like it wasn't. It was. There was no heart. There was just nothing. There was no drive. Like you can't tell me that the same guy a month later beats whatever. Two months later beats Clubber like without even breathing hard. He's like, he's the same fighter. It's his head screwed on right. That's it. And with Drago, who's a the biggest beast, he beats him. Never lost him ever. So how does he lose to Clubber? It's got nothing to do with boxes. It's all about the head game. Case closed. That you were... I know. I don't buy that. <laughs> I do not buy that. So you're saying the only way he can beat a 
clever was because of Apollo? He okay. He needed, that's the question then. No, it's not. Okay, he needed Apollo, but it wasn't just Apollo. Hmm. Okay, so Rocky's fight. With so how did he clever. beat Drago without Apollo? Okay, this is the thing. My criticism of Rocky Four is that it transcends anything remotely realistic. <laughs> oh, but then we can, then we have to use that those evidence in the universe. This is the same fighter. Like we, I have to use it. it like you have to allow that evidence into this court proceeding because that character exists in Rocky Four. You could call it bad writing. I understand that, but the character Rocky is the same character. He beat Drago without Apollo. In fact, Apollo died and still beat Drago. He had that in his head, and he beat Drago. So yeah, Apollo well, was not I, needed. Uh, I think having Apollo, I think that's the reason he he trained so hard in the Soviet. That's revenge. why he lost against. Revenge. That's the why he lost against Clubber because his head was. His, that's the whole mm-hmm. point. His head mm-hmm. has to be in the game. Um, it is odd that Rocky couldn't take the punishment from Clubber, yet could take the punishment from Drago, who's ostensibly stronger than Clubber. Yes, whatever he hits, he destroys. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why Rocky Four is my least favorite film. Because it goes beyond boxing to just know, like... You, you, have, it, 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 you have to use it, though. You, you can't disregard that evidence for my uh, point, because it exists. It's a fun uh, discuss- the, the Rocky universe is full of inconsistencies well, of and incongruities, like Rocky having brain damage and then not having brain damage, Rocky's eye being messed up, and then Rocky's eye being fine. If you're going to say that that beating... Get his got face from, fixed up good. That beating he got from Drago should have blinded him. Listeners, you might have to help us settle yeah, the score. Yeah. Comments, emails. Let us the base of the question is had Mickey not died and they fought they did just normal proper training, nothing silly, could Rocky with Mickey in his corner beaten Clubber that first fight? I'm going yes. Kyle says no. Katie I'm saying yes, yes. Okay, so we're two to one, but that's okay. There's a lot of other people out there. Let us know. And we're gonna I think that we're gonna end it here, of course, because we answer our trivia questions. I just want to make sure this is at the end of the scene. Here. Time. That's right. It's over. It's a deal. It's your head, kid. It's your head. See, that's really an awful agreement because Mickey is upset and he said, It's your head. You're an adult. You want your head. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, uh, Dave. We are going to cut it. We're not, we're not going to do the palatial gym. You have to wait till the next episode to hear from us. I can sub in. You're the champ. Getting ready for the fight. <laughs> Every day and night. <laughs> Dude, how do you know oh, the shit. song or the lyrics? I don't know. How many times have I seen that film? Yeah, I don't know. If you like, if you like Frank Sloan, check out my Ramble podcast where we do Frank Sloan segments every episode. We have a, this. Uh, we're recording tomorrow. We've got more Frank. He just released a video yesterday that I can't wait to talk about. Oh dear. Yeah, he calls out some people. So. Oh. Yeah. I almost thought he was going to call us out. It was pretty close. Because <laughs> he calls out some haters. All right. Oh, okay. Just because Dave lasted the whole time. Fine, Dave. We'll give you yeah, a little bit of Yeah, it's the House of Bill Repute. Okay. <laughs> what hotel? What, what does it say it is? The Bellevue Stratford. Okay. Okay. So the, the lyrics or the claptions, it's his pushing every day and night. I thought it was You're the Champ. Oh, there's pushing. Shit. Look at all the Nike gear, too. 
There's... That's another thing I've heard wrong all these years. Okay. Yeah, no, ah, that's like really, yeah. it was really wrong. Not even close. Yeah, we'll talk about it. This is another great scene. Of course, we're going to, the next episode will be the whole House of Ill Repute episode. And side note, if you haven't heard my Going the Distance podcast way episode ago, go check it out. I interviewed one of the girls that danced with Frank there, Patty Negree. She's one of the girls that danced with Frank here. And was she the one that's been to like mysticism yeah, and stuff yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was a sweetheart of uh, to talk to. And uh, yeah, that was her. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, let's now get the answers to our trivia questions. Uh, if you're playing along at home, let us know how you did and uh, keep score with us. Okay. Here we go. So when did Apollo think of the favor that Rocky owed him? The answer from Rocco was about three years ago. Yeah, That's okay. Right. Okay, after, after the second fight. Correct. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But he actually says, oh, about three years ago. But yeah. yeah. That, that does he say that too? He does. he does. Oh, is yeah. that how he words it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So referring to the second loss. Because yeah. you beat me about one second, Stanley. One second. Mm-hmm. It's a lot for men. Yeah. Uh, true or false, Al is holding the heavy bag for Rocky when he's training for the first fight? I said yes, but I honestly have no idea. It's true, and I said false. Okay. Oh yeah, I said false too. Oh sweet, I'm up on I'm up one on you guys now. Of course you are. Such a nerd. All right, three. Who says now you make sure to wash these before you give them back? <laughs> Apollo. Apollo. Yeah. Uh, name one of Thunderlips' nicknames, Katie. Which one do you have? The ultimate male. Yes. Oh, very good. I I should have called with that one. I went with the most hardest one. I got the. Can you give it to me, judges? I went with the molten lava lust, molten molten mountain yeah, of molten lava lust. lust. Yeah, 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 yeah. What'd you put, Kyle? Oh, I, it was I right. put the ultimate male also. Yeah. So we got the ultimate male, the ultimate object of desire, That's and what the I was mountain thinking. of molten lust. You got to get. You it. did pick the hardest one. <laughs> True or false? The logo of the Italian stallion is on the ring floor of the for the first fight. That's true. Yeah, it's a great shot. It is a great shot. Who knew okay. six, six was bullshit? I got half the answer. I kid you not. What is the Rocky candy bar, Katie? Something like Rock Crunch. Close. You're I close. put Crunch or, Punch or something. That was my guess. Either Rock Crunch or Rock Punch. Okay, we have so. a winner. I put, okay, what is it? Okay, I put Punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's Crunch Punch. I got uh, it right. Yeah. Holy shit, I just guessed that. Punch Crunch is what it was. It was okay. Crunch Punch. Yes, I have Crunch Punch. I can take a picture of the pad. I believe we believe you. We believe yeah, you. We believe you. Matt, yeah. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> I had it like I had all the like. Blech, blech. I know I got we half it, but we don't take half points. No, we, don't we don't take, take half. Yeah, yep. Okay. All right. Of course. So, what is Lang's prediction for the second fight? Pain. Yes. That's right. Oh, that's the one we thought you were going to get wrong, Katie, but then you got it right. Why do you think I was going to get it wrong? That's the one where Ryan was going to give you a hint. And then I'm like, don't give her a hint. So I was hoping you get that. Because I was wrong. going, in my mind, I was going with how many rounds was his prediction. That's oh. where my brain went. That's where oh. my brain went. Like, oh, no, he. that's right, of course. Yeah. That, did you that's put a- pain, though, Ryan? Yes, I did. I okay. put pain, yeah. True or false? I, Polly has been going to Andy's bar for 10 years. I should have guessed what the, uh, it's, what did you guys get? I, I said true. I, I put true, but my mind says maybe it was eight. I don't know. I think it's longer than 10. Uh, that's yeah. the problem, as I think you all three have answered in the world of Polly's been drinking there since he was seven. So it is false. Oh, shit. Uh, he probably says eight years or something in the film or something. Like that. Yeah. I, 
Man, Shoot. Okay. I'm going to go back to figure that one out because yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. So the answer is false because he's been going there more than 10 Because in the film, in one or the other, in the film, Polly gives a number. I've been coming. Remember, yeah, because he says to Andy, oh. the barkeep, he goes, I've been coming here for X number of years. You didn't, well, he never once give Polly his best. Oh. Shit, I think it is eight. Yeah. I, um, I should go check that. Maybe it just agree. opened eight years ago, which would make it. 1970. Yeah, I guess it's possible because the first okay. film was 76. So the problem is our time. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It depends how you calculate it. Okay. Of course, the last one is I don't sweat you. Holy no, wait a minute. Well, what about the. No, the you missed nine. Oh, pinball sorry. Vending or the. Yeah. yeah, it's Playboy. Playboy. Yeah. For the okay. pinball machine. And then yeah. Okay. Rocco. I love how he. Oh, Rocco. Okay. So, Kyle, for you to keep score, seven yeah. out of 10 for Ryan. Eight out of ten for Katie. And I also got eight. Oh wow. Oof. Okay. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Okay. Only one. Only off by one. Yeah, you're yeah. Uh, but in this game of trivia, being off by one is that's true. Okay, what number of questions was this? Because I have this as ninety-six to hundred, but I don't think that's right. This is Rocky three, so this is the first of ten. I, I know, know, but he's going. He's keeping like an. Uh, we like might have. We've you've we talked about this before. We, you missed five somewhere. That's fine. yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, so I'm going to put this as one oh one to one oh five. There you go. Dave's uh, on the score sheet. Dave, you want to keep? Dave oh, on the okay. Score sheet? He's eight out of ten for the season. So if Dave, if you want to compete with us for season three, we'll keep track. Let us know each other. I, I will put a Dave column in my yeah. sheet right now. Okay, that's it, folks. Thank you for everyone for joining us live. For uh, Melissa and Dave and that individual who always watches us on Twitch but is quiet all the time, we thank you. For the individual I think that's Twitch. Frank Stallone. It might be Frank, Ooh. probably taking notes. Yeah. It's, maybe it's Mike Coon, but he's too prideful to, to say that he listens to the show. Uh, he <laughs> hates me and he hates the show. Okay, all right. He tried to claim that his female co-host was the first Adrian Rocky co-host. I'm like, Katie was the first. Anyways. All right. Yeah, I come know. on. All right. We love everyone. We love all the podcasts out there. We appreciate it. There's room for everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for watching. Join our Patreon. Get early release of the episodes and supports the software that I use. Also, send us an email. Join our socials. All that good stuff. We appreciate uh, everyone. With that, though, Kyle, the episode's over. I did not hear no bell. I just want to